0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Kieran Maluli, former RT correspondent and community development worker. Kieran, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, uh, first of all, you're out of there now, so you can cast a dispassionate eye while also having an insider's view and insider's recall. What do you make of this plan?
1: I suppose two reactions passed listening to Kevin Backhurst this morning on News Talk Radio. Uh, firstly and foremostly, um, this had to happen. This announcement had to be made in terms of the, a change at RTE. But your first instinct has to be to be concerned about the loss of jobs. Um, 400, we were told initially, it looks now that like there'll be 150 retirements. So 250 people uh, offered the opportunity for a voluntary redundancy package. And you'd have to be concerned about the quality of the service that may or may not be left behind. You just can't let 250 people go in an organisation, 400 people go in an organisation like RTE without expecting to see an effect on the service there. And that, that's very much a concern I would have. So That's the first issue there. But listen, what happened yesterday is very straightforward. Uh, the licence fee is going down all the time. RTE have a significant black hole in their finances. And Kevin Backhurst had to come forward and start the process of rebuilding trust. Remember, Pat, none of those 400 people had anything to do with the catastrophe of last summer and the fact that it was revealed that RT had not told the truth to the public about they had much, how much they had paid Ryan Tuberley. That issue is the single issue which is causing difficulty for the licence-paying the uh, structure at the moment. And Kevin Barker's has had to start that process yesterday. I think he made a good start. I think he actually made a clever start because not only has he said that we are going to make these changes, but he's making it very clear that it is very much a stopgap measure This is a a plan for the next two to three years, but he expects to see the government bring forward the future of media funding at that point, which is a far different issue, as you well know, and which will depend on political cooperation as well.
0: Yeah. Now, um, he made sure that all the headlines focused on one particular area rather than maybe uh, the granular detail of the plan, and that was uh, the salaries of presenters. That's all, always the stuff that grabs the headlines. I mean, if you look to the BBC, um, there are presenters there who earn far more than the Director-General does. Um, so it was a, a fairly you know, arbitrary figure that he picked. And, of course, uh, the executives in RT are paid... Uh, pensions, and they are also uh, in receipt of car allowances and so on and so forth. So it's not quite as simple and straightforward as he might have suggested that a quarter of a million is, that's it.
1: Yeah, you make a fair point in terms of the language he was using yesterday. But as a former member of RTE staff, you'll also know what I will say about this, that uh, the BBC are providing a service to a population, population of over 60 million people. Where's the equation with regard to paying that level of salary to Irish uh, broadcasting people, when the, salary, when, when the audience is less than 5 million people. It, the salaries at all stages, as far as many of the staff on RTU were concerned, were excessive. They were paid at times during the Celtic Tiger period when the advertising income was certainly strong, but they lost a sense of reality as far as most people in Donnybrook were concerned. Remember, a lot of people out there are paid a lot less than €50,000. Researchers are paid a lot less than that. And they find what's happened this summer to be very sickening. They'll also find it sickening this morning that they're being asked now to consider a voluntary redundancy. So I would, I would fear that we're going to lose some of the, the, the brightest and the best young people from RTE in this situation. No. And that would not be a good situation for, the, for broadcasting in Ireland. Yeah. Now,
0: one of the things that the independent sector acknowledged was that uh, RTE was the holy grail. It's where people went, whether they were, you know, front of house, in front of the microphone uh, or in front of the camera, or whether they were behind the scenes in production and research and so on. The holy grail was RTE. Um, there will be an impact if everything in RTE gets compressed downwards. That'll have an impact back into the independent sector. Might keep more t- talent in the independent sector that might have migrated to RTE, but it'll probably also keep the you know the aspiration for a decent salary down as well.
1: I think there are going to be changes. And, you know, Kevin Backhurst admitted that this morning, that uh, this is the price they're going to have to pay for the present situation they're in. I'll say one thing about the independent sector. I came from there myself worked on, on the Ear to the Ground programme with, with uh, AgTel Productions way, way back before I joined RTE. It was it was certainly an opportunity for me as a young presenter to make my way into broadcasting and to make a name for myself and to get a foot, a foot on the ladder, so to speak. But I'll never forget, Pat, what happened at the end of the first 14 weeks of the series when I was told, cheerio, you're out on your on your, on your on your ear for the moment here. You've got to wait to see if it's going to be restored. You've got to wait to see if we're going to get another 14 series run after Christmas. No, no pay, no salary. Uh, no paternity or maternity leave, certainly. And those are the problems that go with the independent sector. Not all the time. I know things have changed in many respects, but that will be a concern for many people this morning as they consider whether or not their future is within the independent sector or within the RTE structure.
0: Now, the the question of the restructuring, um, you obviously laboured uh, outside the capital for uh, much of your broadcasting career in And uh, They're going to boost Cork. Uh, they're going to... Uh, downsize Dublin, and then they're going to ensure that there's output from places like uh, Athlone and Galway and so on and so forth. Uh, What do you make of that? Because there's no doubt that concentration of resources can give you efficiencies. The dissipation of resources, you know, your critical uh, mass that you need in terms of rents, light, heat and so on, uh, add to costs.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, it it was all very fine what was said yesterday in terms of of production increasing in Cork in Limerick and in Galway where there are very good facilities already but you know people will look to see if this is tokenism or if we're going to see real changes if we're going to see production houses opening at these centres so we're going to see the staff going in you know nobody's interested in seeing six ten eight people working in regional studios it would be tokenism so uh, Kevin Backworth's word will be tested here uh, people will want to see and this is the license as well they will want to see production uh, serious production facilities coming out of Cork they already have a popular daytime show coming up in the studios down there. There's no reason why they couldn't do more of that. Similarly in Galway and in 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 Limerick, but Costco with this issue, and, and Kevin Backhurst knows this very well. They're going to have to invest further in these areas. There may be an opportunity for some people to decentralise staff moving out of Dublin in terms of in terms of uh, opportunities for them. But the real test will be, come the autumn, is scheduled in probably two years' time. I mean, nothing. if you look at the schedule, path, nothing's happening next year in terms of what was announced yesterday. Consolidation seems to be what's happening next year. The RTE ban Thanks will be happy after yesterday. They seem to have their 60 million euro black hole filled uh, rather easily in the end, which is a bit of a surprise to many people in terms of the government announcement. But we're expecting to see changes in 2025 with these new production facilities and new staff coming online. And one other point about yesterday's announcement, I can't help but make the point, you know, RT News is apparently going to take on a new disinformation correspondent as well as changes to their app. Well, I'm afraid a lot of us were saying it's a pity that the disinformation correspondent wasn't appointed two years ago. And perhaps that individual might have highlighted the problems in terms of Ryan Tuberty's salary, what was being paid, and we might have avoided this entire mess.
0: Yeah, um, you keep on harping on about the Ryan Tuberty uh, salary, and it, you know, when you look at the the detail of that, and now the uh, confidential note that has finally been handed over to the PAC uh, unredacted, it would appear we made the point in this program that if uh, every party to a meeting agrees to waive legal privilege legal privilege can be waived. And that, then after we said that, within a day, that's what they decided to do. But it, it may appear that everything that Tubberdy and Noel Kelly did, uh, they did in good uh, faith and um, that RT were well aware of what was going on. The question should be, perhaps, why was it handled so badly by the board?
1: You may well be right on both fronts, Pat, but the problem is, from RT's perspective, is the damage is done. The licence fee is in freefall. The public have lost confidence in, in the situation. But I mean, There was a great line in yesterday's strategy saying, we will be a better custodian of public funding with a new corporate governance framework to get, to get hold of the highest standards of transparency and accountability. Now, I'm afraid uh, what, we, what we heard during the summer in terms of personal agreements with the Director General and staff and agents does not come across to me as transparency. And I think the the, the license mm-hmm. pair has decided it's not.
0: Yeah. Well, what, this, the point I was making anything. earlier so whether, whether, whether about...
1: true or not, it's not true. Y- you know, whether everybody,
0: not, including yourself jumping on the Ryan Tuberty thing, when there were other things going on which were much more, uh, I suppose, worthy of dissection, for example, the number of people who were effectively pushed into the gig economy while ostensibly working full-time for RTE. And that's a matter with the revenue at the moment. And secondly, the... De- departing packages that people more or less sorted for themselves.
1: Yeah, I think you're quite right. I mean, we heard during the Iraqis inquiry allegations with regard to payments of up to 400,000 euro to people who, who were more or less sorted them for, for themselves. That's yet to be determined, I suppose. But the, d- the difficulty for RT, Kevin Backhurst goes in with a, with a fresh, a clean slate on this. The difficulty for him is that he's facing into the, into the black hole. Uh, the licence payers, this is the key issue here, Pat. RT's uh, funding problems going forward will never be solved unless confidence can be rebuilt. And unfortunately, whether you like it or not, the Tuberty Affair was the one which caught the public attention last summer. That was the one. Why not? Because Ryan is a household feature, broadcaster, fantastic broadcaster, into the home every Friday night. Everybody knew him. Everybody knew his, his value and his worth, including myself, his worth in the organization. But when it comes to a situation where it is proven that RT did not give the correct position, did not give the accurate position at the end of the day with regard to the amount of money he was paid, then confidence is lost. And that's the central issue that Kevin Backhurst must deal with. And the staff will be looking forward to it as well because unless we have a return to, a, to confidence and a licence-paying structure that works, RT will have this crisis year after year going forward.
0: Karen Mullooly, former RT correspondent and community development worker. Karen, thank you very much for joining us.